0: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Hey, Matt. Hello there. What's up?
2: Oh, you know, chilling. As
1: always. What are we doing?
2: Uh, Well, we're doing a podcast. That's true. Uh, it's the Gamers 2 podcast. That's also true. May
1: 17th. The year of uh, whatever we've discussed it every time and I forget.
2: I don't know. I so. forgot. 2019,
1: I think. Your 2019 is technically correct. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Max. Just he knows. Wh- he's a whining bastard. He the moment, the moment we like, started doing a podcast, he's like, hey, where's my mic? And I'm just like, shut he up. He was
2: sitting here quietly in the chair, minding his own business. He sensed the electrics. Getting turned on and immediately it was like,
1: What do you mean you're gonna do something? Yeah, like, uh, do you not realize I'm the most important thing in this room? Anyway, we'd never argue that. You got, you got anything else to say? Huh? Yeah,
2: huh? how do you feel about this podcast? Huh? Nothing, no, Mike shy. That's what I thought. You're Mike shy,
1: you got no right. No, right. Good boy. All right. Anyway, that's a whole lot of cat bullshit. What have you been up to the last seven days?
2: Uh,
1: or six, I guess, technically.
2: Uh, just, you know, continuing my path towards dying.
1: Ah, well, that's a solid.
2: Um, so I, I've been sick. And i just, today's probably the first day where I felt somewhat normal. Uh two days ago I randomly uh, woke up and was like, oh my eye feels funny. I got pink eye. Oh and uh, <laughs> so like I was like all right, I guess I have to go somewhere and get this treated and I got medication and yeah, obviously I get the, it, the drops it or the whatever was taken care of very quickly. Uh, that's uh, that's been my, my life. I did the car thing I was telling you about earlier, yep. fixing the car, which was a whole fiasco. And then um, that's about it. That's about it. I've The most video game related stuff I have accomplished is logging into Uplay to claim steep and to update the division. And that's it. <laughs> so that's okay. the extent of it. Other than that, the routine watching uh, Star Trek Voyager with the fiance and. Finding twenty minutes uh, every other day to keep up with the anime releases, and that's about it. That's been my life. Sad.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I wasn't gonna say it, but
2: sad sadness. someday, someday it'll be normal again.
1: I I don't know that it ever was.
2: That's fair. Well, I hope you have something to talk about.
1: I mean, if we're, if we're going to go into that, we have easily things to discuss. But I believe you mean what I've been doing, which goes by this list. Pokemon Go, obviously. It's a thing. Community Day is Sunday, and I need to text Dewey to make sure he doesn't try to bail on me. Because I'm stealing him for three hours, and we're wandering Whitesboro.
2: What does, uh, what does Community Day entail?
1: Three hours. Uh-huh. I think it's three hours for this one. It was for the last one. I'm assuming it's the same. Three hours. The featured Pokemon is going to be Torchic, which evolves into my favorite Pokemon of all time. And as Dewey knows, the best Pokemon ever. There's no more discussion. Blaziken. So it okay. spawns much more frequently. Bonus candy, bonus amount of them, shiny things, stuff like that. Just like a really increased three-hour spawn rate for things. Uh, And so I need to find him. Meet him at your house in Whitesboro, and then wander Whitesboro. Good luck. Oh, he's gonna do it. Because if he doesn't do it, he is gonna have hell to pay. Because he already bailed on me for the last one, for uh, Bagon to get Salamence. Because he was, oh, he was helping people move. And I think he was in the out west somewhere or whatever. Bullshit.
2: He, somewhere Bullshit. It's gallivanting. Yeah, he's
1: out gallivanting around the country. And he's not with me catching Pokemon like we should be doing.
2: Someone needs to get their priorities straight.
1: They really do. Anyway. Also, The Division 2. That one is as about as much as you. I had opened it, updated everything, and then I did play a mission. So I guess I'm a step further. Uh, that's,
2: the, that's the goal this week is to play The Division and creep towards Readiness. Yeah, I'm still trying the, to
1: get to 500. I'm at 493.
2: I can only assume I'm probably at 470 something.
1: I thought we got. I think we got you into the 80s. I thought. I don't know. I don't, remember. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Ideally, be ready by the time they implement whatever,
1: if they so choose. Yes. Uh, then a lot of the show, MLB the show. I it, it's a lot of the show, but it's not as much as like the people that are only playing the show. Uh, the new content patch dropped today, so I have more things to work towards. But like the last week, week and a half, I've kind of been light on it because I had already completed like the goal that I wanted to. Uh, but now I have something else to go towards, so we're back at it again. It's never ending. Yeah, give me that baseball, um, and then. I did I don't think I mentioned this last time, even though I had wrote it down, but I didn't go off my list. Uh, I played Tacoma. You
2: did mention it, but you didn't say
1: anything about it. Did I? Well I'm gonna say something about it. it took me about two hours. Okay. And uh it's a shoulder shrug worthy of a game. Interesting. It's a, it's a, it's I would have thought it'd be
2: longer than two hours.
1: I, I think I was two hours. I think it was two, maybe two maybe two and a half. And I was just like, alright, that that happened, that was the thing. It's Interesting time I, it's time I don't have anymore. Like it wasn't terrible, but it really wasn't remarkable. Recall, maybe it was, it, maybe I was looking for something else, or thought it was going to be something else. I don't know. If I recall, pre-launch, it was pretty hyped because it was from the guys that did Gone Home, which yeah. Gone Home was had a like total vibe to it and everything.
2: And then it launched, and then it, there was that was it. Like there wasn't really anything about it. I feel like, like the
1: story. Is 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 it's it's an interesting story. I just don't think maybe the delivery method is good. It's unique, but it's not good. And there's a lot of things you could easily miss. But like the story itself is an interesting concept. It's not like I don't think it's anything new, but it, it's definitely interesting. But I don't know. It wasn't. I got it for free, so I mean, like yeah. it wasn't wasn't skin off my back.
2: That's good, I guess.
1: And then a lot of the football manager. We've had a couple of good nights where we've been able to burn some time into the game. So we're almost done with the season. I think we're 27 or 28 games in. And I think there's, I never get this right, but I think it's 37 or 38 in a season. So we're 27 in. So we only got like 10 more to go. I'm still in Champions League. He's still in Europa Cup. So we, you know. We're getting there. I'm second place, I think, in the league right now, and I don't think I can catch the first place team. The first place team was undefeated until they played me the last time, and I managed to beat them, but I'm the only team in our league so far to beat them this season because they're so unbelievably fucking good. It's stupid how good they are. Hacks. They are like they only had four draws. The rest were wins. They were technically on pace for an invincible season to never lose. And I just, I did manage to upset that factor, but then even then, them saying like, "Oh, we only had one loss all season," is still pretty good. Yeah, I think I've got five or six. But yeah, it it's been a it's been an interesting transfer window in January for us. A lot of weird things kind of happened. I lost. I had, a contract, I had offered a contract to a player. I would already agreed to the club to give them money. Then I offered the contract to the player. And then the moment I agreed to the club money, two other clubs offered them money as well and negotiated a contract with him. And then he didn't choose my contract. He chose a different team's contract. And I just got pissy. It's like, oh, that's where you want to go, huh? You want to go play on a, on, a, on a prissy team where you're not going to be the starting player? I see how it is. You had at least started with me. Bitch, you are dead to me. <laughs>
2: It'd be interesting if they took these games and, like, used some sort of, like, AI machine learning to, like, like figure out what would happen.
1: Like, rather than have them smoke the pros at StarCraft 2, try yeah. to manipulate the football manager to be a, a winning, se- an un- invincible winning season.
2: Or, like, just use it somehow to, like, determine what happens.
1: Right. I... I uh I want more freedom of like hating people in, in the game. Like I don't I don't do what some people do like with fantasy games where they start blaming We see it in fantasy football a ton where they're like oh, I needed to win this week and you needed to get two more yards and you failed me. Like I don't I don't get like I yes, but like wait you're really gonna go to the guy and blame him for Yeah. And at least Fantasy football is directly related on that player's real life performance. Where this isn't, this is if they didn't perform in the game that I just played. Well, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Like I just, I have Kenny and I have always joked about it because the subreddit for the game is pretty meme worthy. Uh, but we've always joked about it that if I don't like what my team's doing by halftime, like if we're tied zero zero or we're down. I basically Vince McMahon myself into the locker room. Like that's just how we both picture my head coach walking in the locker room, like just doing the walk and then kicking over the first thing he sees, screaming a bunch of expletives, and then just walking back to the field and then just standing there and hoping they make a difference. like, you better, you, I'll sell all of you tomorrow unless you manage to pull this game back out. Some people have solidified their selling. Uh, one guy's wasn't playing too well. Next game out, and I needed him just as a rotation player next game out he buries an own goal. You just wrote your death warrant gone. wasn't dealing with it. See you later bye. Sold them to China gone.
2: maybe that's what they do need to do is to start like remembering grudges and stuff.
1: oh sometimes they do, but you have to like really piss the player off and actually start the grudge like I had one y uh, maybe it was last year sometime we were talking about it. It, it was. Uh, he Robin, wanted to leave. Romelu Lukaku wanted to leave and go to Bayern. I had him at scoring like thirty something goals by January. Like he was untouchable, dominating, and he wanted to leave and go to Bayern for better competition. Like you are in the best situation you've ever been in in your career, and you want to leave. And then when he left, I said, "You're welcome back at any time." And he said, "I'm never coming back as long as you're the manager." And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like nothing, never had we argued or anything. I had made him so good, and then he, I'm like, you can come back whenever you want. Like I don't want to lose you, but I understand. Like, so if it doesn't work out, you know, I'll try to buy you back. I'll never come back as long as you're manager. Perfect. I'm gonna kick your ass in the first game I see you in. I didn't see him in a game. We moved on to I think the next year, but. Uh, and then I've been playing Battlefront Two, the multiplayer. Weird.
2: I played it briefly, and I didn't mind it. I kind of liked it.
1: So I hated the single player. We we complained about yeah, that when we did it. Was it was
2: pretty terrible.
1: Yeah. This, the story's awful. Uh, but it's still a pretty game. And then I was like, yeah. I'd watched uh, Bruce play it on a stream. I was like, is it available in basic, like Origin Access basic, which is only five bucks a month. And it was so I was like, all right, you're gonna have five bucks. I paid for it. Immediately deleted or like terminated the automatic renewal. Yeah. So I have a five dollar rental of Battlefront Two on the PC, and it's been fun. It's been yeah. just like silly fun. Like I'm not out here trying to go forty five and two. I'm just having fun with it. It's, play uh, as a play as a Sith or a Jedi every now and then. I've played as Chewbacca a couple times. Played as Obi Wan once. It's fairly low risk. Like, I don't know. For
2: some, something about the game, maybe because it's Star Wars, but like, I never felt pressured playing it like I do other multiplayer games. Like. Yeah, I'm
1: just hanging out, having fun. Ooh, look, I'm a stormtrooper. Wee! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't hit anything. That makes sense. Like, it's <laughs> what it is. Roast it. Boom. <laughs> Suck it, Empire. Uh,. Still reading the Mask Collectors by Ruveni Vilhauer, and then I've been watching sports. Hannah Superstore, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah.
2: That one looked interesting.
1: I'm I say so, that somewhat I, sarcastically. I think I'm through three episodes, three or four, and I, I'm still not hooked. I'm still pretty positive. I'm I'm close to done. I think I'm going to give it one more episode, and if it does not fix itself, I'm just going to leave. How many are there? Uh, the first season's out. I think it's like eight, maybe. Eight or ten. But it's just like, it's not. There's there's a lot of the common plot hole problems that I have with a lot of things. The tell me, tell me, tell me, no, you're not ready. Yada, yada. I'm like, holy fuck. Just, why is this the entire episode of her character other than we know that she's a crazy badass which you only showed once like, i don't there's just there's problems
2: yeah yeah it's not fulfilling
1: <laughs> no like the the f- first one they showed after the super bowl that was available forever you see the training of her you see her be a badass and then you see her get away uh-huh you know dad was a badass cuz you saw that too yada yada Episode two, you deal with you have a moment of her badassery, then a whole lot of uh, culture culture shock montage as she's thrown in with this just random family that finds her or whatever. So she's just hanging out and yada yada. Then she finds her dad either in the end of two or at three, and then it's from there, like from that moment on, is all just her no longer being a badass. And I'm like, what is, okay. Inconsistent. I'm like, just, you You have this whole thing about her, but now you've pigeonholed her into doing nothing because you're trying to establish the other character. Like, I just, eh, doesn't, doesn't ring well with me. I don't like it. So, I'll give it one more. And then, if it wins it, it wins it. If it doesn't, Sorry about your loss.
2: Yeah, when I saw the trailers and commercials for it and stuff like that, it didn't seem... It didn't catch me. Like, it just seemed like it might
1: be... Bland. Yeah. And I don't know that... I I don't think it's that I dislike that actress. I don't want to... Because I don't want to blame her. Because I don't think it's her fault. Because I, I, it it looks like it's not like be a bad badass. It's just don't do anything. Yeah, which isn't a character's fault if you don't tell them to do anything. But yeah, that's, you know, what it is, what it do, what it be. But good news, if I didn't want to tolerate potentially bad... Uh, entertainment, where could I potentially find some new good? Potentially good. Not necessarily guaranteed good. Just by entertaining names or hype alone.
2: You could come to the Gamer 2 podcast and listen to the new release segment. Which some of these games I've heard good things about.
1: Ooh. Well, let me I'll give you a, a 1 through 10. Number 1, A Plague Tale Innocence For the PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Figment. For the PS4. Rage 2. For the PS4, Xbox, and PC. Rock of Ages 2. Bigger and bolder. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh, For the Switch. Sniper Elite V2. Remastered. For the PlayStation 4, Xbox, and Switch. Undead Horde. For the PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Bartender VR Simulator for the PS4 and Bubsy Paws on Fire for the PS4 Darkwood PS4, Xbox, and Switch and Thief Simulator makes its way to the Switch yes that Thief Simulator? that Thief Simulator
2: interesting Plague Towels uh, Plague in a, yeah a- Plague a- Tale a- Innocence yeah, yeah. was the one that I heard that's fairly good
1: I hear uh, Rage were sitting around like sevens. I believe.
2: Yeah. Which isn't the one,
1: bad. It's not.
2: Yeah, the one review I saw said basically it's like a big dumb
1: shooter, but in a good way. But we also knew that going in. Like, yeah. Everything they showed at E3 was a big dumb shooter. It's i uh, I've watched. Uh, I haven't played it any. But what I've watched of it, it looks like it's good, not great. And Mad Max mixed with Far Cry mixed with Doom. Like the three of them together.
2: I've uh, seen a lot of comparisons to Far Cry 5.
1: It's because it's that large open world, like true open world that Rage 1 wasn't. It was Rage 1 was like zoned, but uh, this one is actually open world. Far Cry 5 a la that. But it's also Mad Max open world, but nobody played that game. And except for me and Colin and maybe two others, uh, <laughs> and then Doom because the gunplay is very Doom esque of just quick moving everywhere, yada yada, stab stab shoot shoot.
2: Apparently, the story structure. Hold your hand structure. up like
1: you're constantly doing uh, Jedi mind tricks.
2: Apparently, the story structure is
1: the same as Far Cry as well. There's like three different... There are three different, but I haven't been paying enough attention about how the actual story goes. I've seen three different faces when people complete things and they have like little reputation bars for them, but what they all mean, if they're actually bad or good people, I have fucking no idea. Yeah. I know there's Feltrite. That's the thing.
2: I don't know. That uh, means... Fidget
1: spinners are back. Ha. Huh. I don't remember what they're actually called. Something stick. Not whip stick. It's the rage the rage, essentially the rage grenade.
2: Yeah. There's been some DRM issues on PC. Well, of course. Uh which I think they actually patched and removed uh the whatever the service is now that they use. Bethesda.net. And uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a little bit of, you know, tippy top of the mountain for you. Halfway up. (sighs) You can't do those sounds because it just sounds like air over the. You know what's going on, though. A lot of tongue. A lot of of tongue movement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't do any of those. I got like a
2: fat tongue. It doesn't move.
1: Uh, (laughs) I can't. Yeah, I, nah, not like mine doesn't, mine's not the 18 footer that his is. Yeah,
2: that's why I can't speak Spanish very well. I can't roll my R's. I can roll my R's, I just can't speak
1: Spanish. Donde está los biblioteca? Like, after right? that's it. That's all I got.
2: It's enough. That's all you need.
1: Yeah. Once I find the library, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I can get out all my knowledge from there about the Spanish culture. A Scotchman. What's up? Gatto, me pant? No, no. Nah, nah. Something about a cat in my pants, but we'll just.
2: El gato, something pantalones.
1: Yeah, I. For some reason, I'm blanking on the in my pantalones. It's the in that's. Hmm. Nah. Welcome mono, to the Spanish podcast. Mono Fiermo. Infer, God, Todd will tell me this once he hears it, and he'll just text me and be like, yeah, sick, twisted monkey. Yeah, that. Anyway. Shall we begin? Shall we? Let's begin. This should be like the good old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's begin. Cricket. Cricket. <laughs> uh, I'll take number one. Yeah, I'll take number one. I'll take number one because it uh, jokingly shits on something for you. So, here we go. We are deep into... uh, You're not going to know what I'm going to shit on you for, except you'll know immediately when I say it. Don't worry. We are deep into May, which means E3 is right around the corner, and it may be too early for Walmart to start leaking announcements, but it's about time for some general E3-related news. The E3 show floor plans were... (laughs) Haha. <laughs> wow. Gotcha. <laughs> the E3 show floor. <laughs> I can't even read it up. Oh, we have. That's pretty good. The E3 show floor plans have been posted over at Reset Era and some people have noticed that Activision isn't going to have a booth. Activision did confirm that they won't have a floor presence, but are instead holding private meetings. Thoughts. Um
2: I nothing specific as far as Activision, um, other than like you know the general dissent as far as the
1: there can be dissent, but what are you going to look at? Call of Duty, they never do it in E three. It's just it's just
2: interesting that there's a the pull away
1: from E three continues. I I think the Activision thing just isn't a big deal, uh, because okay, so they don't have a floor. What were they going to show you? Call of Duty, what yeah, are they not gonna do with their at E three ever? Their games
2: are still gonna be there. Right. Obviously. Just like, not under The their only own. thing
1: Activision would have shown you would have been Call of Duty. And what are they never gonna show you at E three as like a reveal or anything? Call of Duty. They do their own giant event. That's yeah. What we had happen last year with Battlefield and Call of Duty. They had, took their own Fridays and had giant conferences. Like mm-hmm.
2: it's,
1: it's just like good. another
2: you know, another
1: yeah. It's another drop thing. in the bucket of. It's just that you know a larger drop, whatever a splash into the bucket, but it, it doesn't doesn't spit anything uh, too fiery for me. And everybody that's making a big stink, I think, is just loving pitchforking and they don't actually yeah know what they're talking about. Uh, awesome, Ubisoft. Sorry, Ubisoft has announced that Skull and Bones, their pirate naval game, won't be making an appearance at E3, and we'll be mentioning that game again when we get to the Ubisoft news, and that's where Matt will actually get shit on by Nate.
2: Little do you know, I already talked about you in that news story. Suck
1: it, Skull and Bones. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The PC Gaming Show is returning. Which I don't know why this is news, but it's being sponsored by Epic Games, which naturally has ruffled some feathers. Ruffle, ruffle.
2: That's more of why it's in there.
1: Yeah, it's it's always funny when they're like the PC gaming show is returning to E3. I'm like, we're not like, we're not surprised anymore. Not surprised. And
2: generally, I we've wa- we've watched it yeah, every it's time. Always, it's, it's always it's always terrible.
1: It's always terrible. Uh I guess the sponsored by Epic Games one is probably more because the. People that I think watch the PC gaming are the, get my kids out of Fortnite. I'm, I'm all about them adult games. And like, oh, dude, just please don't. Just quit saying m'lady and tipping your fedora. Anyway. Netflix will be at E3 this year. They are hosting a panel called, they have panels at E3? They are hosting a panel called, quote, bringing your favorite shows to life developing Netflix originals into video games, end quote. That title doesn't make sense. Uh, Netflix has already announced a Stranger Things game based on season three of the show, but they also tweeted that, quote, there's definitely more to come, end quote. The reason that title doesn't make sense, as Nate will point out now, says bringing your favorite shows to life and then deems video games life. Yeah. What? (laughs) Uh, and then the biggest, most important announcement of all. Uh, thankfully, Devolver Digital announced that they will be back with a press conference. The announcing tweet also had a GIF from the end of last year's conference, so hopefully Nina will be back.
2: Robo Nina,
1: yeah, Terminator Nina. I love that they have an, they have a story going during their press I, conference. Honestly, out
2: of everything E three related, that's the the most the thing I'm looking forward to the most at the moment.
1: The In terms of one entire press conference that I'm always looking forward to is Devolver. Because every time, if you're watching it with the right people, like, we know what to expect kind of now. But the first year it happened, everybody's general feel in the room was like, what the fuck is going on? And then it was hysterical. And they only show, like, three things, and then they're done. But it's the story and, like, this ridiculousness that's happening. And it's usually a satire take just on – the video game industry, which is always great too. The one thing, are we going to talk about E3 again later? Or is this our E3 moment? This is E3. Uh, We'll be talking about it, obviously from here on up until the show and then after the show. So get ready for two months of E3 coverage. But I'm also intrigued just to see what happens during Bethesda. I want to know if this is the first year Todd Howard potentially gets booed on stage. I, never, I didn't think about that. There's a chance.
2: There's definitely a chance,
1: or or just like noticeably less applause.
2: Yeah. Um, I wonder if he just won't.
1: Oh, there's no way. You don't think he will. No, because not? they ha- I, he'll try to save seventy six. They'll double down on something stupid. Ooh. Ooh. Or they'll or they'll explain more about Starfield.
2: I feel like the only thing they can do is come out and be like. Uh, Everything's getting delayed a year Because we're making a new engine A new game engine Everyone would probably be like Oh my
1: god Yeah but Todd would still have to say it Yeah true They're, They wouldn't leave that to Pete Hines Because nobody would Like Pete's great Great guy But I don't think they would leave it to Pete What I could definitely guess though Is One of four potential possible outcomes New engine Which if we're going with the odds Of what's about to happen That's like 10% Yeah <laughs> Uh, that's the. They uh, double down on seventy six.
2: They'll definitely double down on seventy six.
1: In in some way, I don't know if they'll double down or they'll say like we're giving it to the guys that are doing the Elder Scrolls MMO. Like they'll try to, you know, like we're not getting rid of it. But like, uh, they announced the next True Fallout. Don't think that's actually happening. Uh, or he comes out to talk more about Starfield. I mean, gonna- if
2: if they're holding a press conference. Alright, well I guess we're getting into we we'll get it yeah, yeah. We're getting into
1: I'm just saying like it Todd Howard specifically, him. Like not talking, you know, the we talk about oh, fucking Elder Scrolls Blades or whatever and stuff like that. I'm just specifically I think the that.
2: only course forward would be to have him come out and talk about Fallout seventy six because if he comes out and doesn't talk about it and talks about something else everybody'll read it as dead. Every yeah, that'll I think offend more people. If he comes out I guess it's you know, a head-on, then yeah, there will be the temporary, like, you know, you have to eat shit, but then you'll be fine after that.
1: And normally Bethesda's pretty good about, especially with, with Pete's handling of the press conference, like when he's out there and Todd, are usually pretty good about uh, joking about things. Like they knew the Rage 2 thing and they called it out in their E3 presser. Yeah. So if you can have the same thing and you know, discussing it, if Pete's doing a recap, right, of, like, their last year. He's like, it's been pretty rough. You know, this, this, this. But we always still do, like, pretty good things. If you guys remember that, like, there's a doom coming out. There's this coming out. And, like, he'll immediately go, this is bad. We have good. Then Todd will come out and go, Haha, you guys remember that I'm an oral tycoon from Texas? <laughs> and then they'll do the whole thing about, uh, You know it launched rough we hear you we understand you the community we still look at all these numbers that say we have a bunch of people still active and playing the game here's what we're gonna do in year two and then they just drop a bunch of path things that when we hit july turns out everything got pushed back three more months because they were too ambitious again
2: how sick of the whole like we hear the gamers thing are you? I'm like so sick of
1: developers and I'm, everyone I'm going that route. Like am specifically we hear sick you. of it from more people than I am others. As, as an overall thing, yeah. I'm absolutely sick of it because it, we're not... Probably 50% of us aren't complete morons. Yeah. And know that you don't actually give a shit. Don't actually listen. Or number three... What people want doesn't make sense, but it's impossible to tell them it doesn't make sense. So it makes you look bad where sometimes I wish they would, instead of saying, we hear you go, I hear you, but you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. There's a reason I can't do this, but they don't, they don't ever, they're never allowed that freedom to discuss what they're doing. There's a reason there's PR teams and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's what it is. It's it's a mix. It's like that's how they have to handle things. But at the same time, I also wish people were straightforward. Like, hey, I hear you. I know you really want this LMG, but here's why I'm not putting it in. And here's why shotguns do suck in the division. Like
2: Yeah. Kind of one of the downsides to the whole idea of mass communication and like everyone has a voice yeah. type thing. And
1: it's also the problem that Anthem had, where Anthem tried to be too communica- communicative. And then that shot them straight in the foot. And then they went silent. And everybody's like, your game's broken. Why aren't you saying anything? And it's because they didn't come out and say, we're dark. We're going dark. We got a lot of things to do. See you guys in a year. (laughs) Yeah. Like. All right.
2: Number two. Two. It's obvious that the games industry has been changing in drastic ways. And the most recent announcement from two big players, really proves how true that is. Uh, Sony and Microsoft have announced, um, uh, that's not what I wrote. Sony and Microsoft (laughs) have joined in a strategic partnership to collaborate on cloud services and AI technology. Uh, Sony is bringing to the table a vast knowledge of image sensors and semiconductor production, while Microsoft has extensive experience with software AI and machine learning via its cloud platform. Microsoft's Azure services will factor heavily in the partnership as Sony is looking into migrating their existing streaming services to Microsoft's infrastructure. Uh, This is a very interesting development and looks to be creating an old versus new dynamic with the announcement of Google Stadia. It appears Microsoft and Sony are interested in providing a united front against their new competition. What do you think...
1: First off, praise be to Lovins. This needs to be addressed. Nobody knows what we're talking about except for if anybody from Sony listens to this podcast. (laughs) Praise be to Lovins because he called this. Not this exactly, but this was brought up. uh, Did I bring this up out loud or did I keep it silent? I – Oh, no, no. I think I brought this one up out loud. I Um, don't know. I don't
2: remember because some of them you have and some
1: of them you just said on the side – A personnel one I brought up uh, silently. The thought was that potentially Nintendo, Microsoft, which we already knew were having friends, and then Sony would would form a Knights of the Round Table situation and all one for all and all for one and stare their new competitors right in the face and go... We're all on one team now. Good fucking luck. You're in the
2: wrong neighborhood.
1: You take your little cloud stuff and walk your ass right back over there. Amazon, Google, Verizon, Netflix. Just, just go back. Go back over there. You guys, you guys are the, the wrong. Yeah, exactly. The wrong side of town. Uh I don't think this is, ex- is going to all of a sudden mean. The Last of Us is available on Xbox. No, but we're we're seeing something.
2: It's a step in a very interesting direction. Like, oh yeah, it's awesome. it's a show of faith. You know that Sony's like, hey, I mean, it's it's probably a good business move for them as well. But it's a show of faith, saying, hey, let's move our our services to your infrastructure. Let's collaborate on some things outside of the video game realm that yeah. we don't compete in, and. You know we've talked about it before, but like Microsoft's clearly going towards a cloud service structure, and Sony's clearly doubling down on the physical console situation,
1: which as of right now, which poses an even crazier thought if you really want to think about it. Yeah. We technically haven't heard other than the rumors from that one website whose name I don't remember that is always reported on Scarlet family and and the next ones and stuff. We haven't ever heard actual specs other than just, like, thoughts. Yeah. We've heard PlayStation specs. So what could happen?
2: We've actually, we've literally talked about this, I think, a couple months ago where it's, like, in
1: crazy pie-in-the-sky theory, like, we this could be the case. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of pie-in-the-sky random moments that, for some reason, end up in reality because, oh, yeah, we know how to read a fucking situation. We just don't think it ever should come true, but (laughs) there's the chance that you would have one console and then that console would be attached to multiple online services. So if you just... If Microsoft seeded the idea that... And I don't think they would ever do this because it would be crazy to do that with with potential market numbers or whatever. But if they seeded like splitting profit, like 50-50ing with PlayStation... We'll give you some technology that we have. You give your technology. Mark Cerny and whoever the equivalent of Mark Cerny is at Microsoft get locked in a fucking room for a month. And then by the end of day three, they have already created the next, I don't know, the uh, console that's the size of your phone, but place everything that we do now. Like they they would go insane together. Put them in a room, make one console. We now call this the video game console, and that's just what they title it. They don't even. They don't <laughs> I just had it. a crazy
2: thought where it was that idea. Like they're like, all right, we're gonna we're let us migrate all of our accessories to the PlayStation. We'll create one ecosystem, and we're gonna build a handheld. You can work on the traditional console. Just let us use let let our Xbox controllers or whatever. Yeah, sync.
1: Let's let all the all the peripherals still hook up so people don't have to like we we would come out on God's like this we'll let all of them hook up PlayStation controller Xbox controller choose how you play it's up to you then what we'll do is we'll run both storefronts are active you can still run each other's sales there's no uh it's they cut the price or they still say it's $60, right, for a year, but that gives you access to both storefronts. Mm-hmm. So you still have, in $60 gives you both Xbox Live Gold and PlayStation Plus. Like, they'd be losing money at the same time of everybody just going, holy shit, Microsoft does the handheld that goes with the console mm-hmm. called the Playbox, and I'm not even joking. They call it the Playbox or the X-Station, but I think Playbox plays better. Then you have Microsoft's infrastructure, which is better than Sony's. Microsoft's infrastructure, especially at an enterprise level, with their own handheld Sony's console and peripherals that work across everything, and they just print money. What are they going to do? There's... You eliminate competition. You eliminate all the arguments that people have always complained about. Crossplay is no longer a problem because you all exist on the same console. So as long as you have online for it, that's Mm -hmm. done. It's actually... It's a a whole lot of weird.
2: It is. I was trying to think while you were talking, I was trying to think of like, how would they do that and still be able to like, you know have their own services and make their own money and stuff like that. But I was thinking I was like what if like Sony and Microsoft spun off their hardware divisions into separate companies where they both have 50/50 ownership? Right, that's what I mean. So you would have and they they basically made a, a, a consoles essentially third party. Right. I'm saying third party in air quotes here. Yeah. And then there's just Sony Worldwide Studios, making games, doing services, and then Microsoft Worldwide, whatever the fuck they call themselves, doing their own games and studios and right. services.
1: So the way I would see it, they have to agree together on the one box, and then and the handheld thing is not even necessary. Yeah. but it allows it, them, it allows them to have each have their individual parts if they really yeah. wanted to. If they didn't want their to own specialty, yeah, if they not want to completely collab on, uh the console like if for some reason somebody wouldn't budge or whatever so I say they still have the two hardware pieces but it's the one thing but this is where the, the saying 60 bucks you have access to the online stuff and there's two different storefronts that still allows game pass to exist and still be an extra fee and it still allows you to put microsoft exclusives on that store in that service but you're all still playing it on the console and this goes back to the part where consoles are just becoming pcs again with multiple storefronts that swing is going to happen again Mm-hmm. So no longer will it be console, you know, in, in a two line race or I guess a three line race console plus storefront equals this column. It'll be console and then cloud options above it with multiple storefronts in it. So you'll have the Xbox store, which also has your options for Game Pass, which also still has all your Microsoft exclusives for your downloads and stuff. Halos and Gears of War and all that stuff over there. And then PlayStation still has their PlayStation Store and yada yada that has Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima and every other 19 fucking games we're coming out with that are single player locked to themselves. Death Stranding and Days Gone and God of War and the other one that I can't think of right now and then that one over there and Spider-Man and Uncharted and then... The Horizon 2, and I think I'm done. <laughs> it, it's possible. It is a possibility. It, it's a long shot. But all I'm saying is, if somebody at Sony and Microsoft listens to us, and then it comes true again, we need jobs.
2: Yes. And hey, if, if you guys don't want to do that, just give us cross-play. That'd be nice. Yeah, it's a nice little gesture. Little cross. I'll play even take action. cross progression just as a start. Yeah, I would love some cross progression. That PC would a, to a PlayStation, whatever.
1: Be glorious. That'd be a great start. But I don't. Even, I think that's more a developer thing than a Sony Microsoft yeah. problem. <laughs> anyway, uh, since we just waxed poetic about Microsoft. We might as well throw their game announcement in next. Minecraft Earth was announced today for iOS and Android devices. This take on Minecraft is an augmented reality game that takes cues from Pokemon Go, which takes cues from Ingress. There is a closed beta planned coming later this summer.
2: Yeah, there's a whole slew of information out on the game if you want to check it out.
1: Nothing. I think it was about a ten year 10-year 10 anniversary or something for... Yeah. I think that's only what is it? That's only ten years, I think, on the Xbox, it? it's been a for longer know. than that. I thought. Well, maybe not called the same thing or whatever, but I thought Notch had it for longer than that. It has,
2: it ten has years. Only f-
1: ten years. Only put it two thousand nine. That's not. That can't be right.
2: Maybe ten years since Microsoft owned it. No, they did. No, not that long. They bought it after that. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. There's a whole slew of stuff out on on it already, though. Nothing set in stone, just basic. uh, They have like a short little minute and a half clip of like promotional material. And uh, it looks interesting. I'm not like I'm not sure how well it'll work in real world. Well, here's what I'm disappointed about, Matt. What?
1: Ooh, cool. It's augmented reality. But if I put a block down, doesn't mean I can stand on it. So disappointment. Can I dig straight down? Mm, I don't know. No, you never dig straight down. That, and the
2: weird thing about it is, like, I don't get... Like, you are supposed to go out and, like, to get things. Oop, let me rip my mic off the thing. You're supposed to go out and, like, t- get things? Right. But, like, I don't understand how that's supposed to work. Like, so are you supposed to, like, walk places to get materials? Because, like...
1: Probably, you know, you have to go down... I'm not into down into the, with that life. You got to go down to the caves to go find your lava and your diamonds. And and then every now and then you just kind of hear... And then you're not going to know where it's coming yep. from because you're only looking at your phone. So you have yep. to
2: start. Sit, spinning wildly with your phone in yeah. your hand, like where is it?
1: Where is where 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 where?
2: Boom! <laughs> yeah, so oh, there it was. I'm definitely <laughs> this game is not for me. Obviously. Oh, it's 100
1: percent not for me. But I'm really hoping I can catch when somebody's playing it in the in the real world. Yeah, because I can still catch people playing Pokemon Go. Or Ingress, or uh, especially when this new Harry Potter one comes out, Mm -hmm. guarantee you're going to find people again. Oh yeah, and everybody will know. I did register for that, by the way. I had said I was like, "Eh, "That's not my thing," but I'm like, "I'm curious." Just uh, I'll give it a run. I'll give it a run, just see how uh, how bad that goes. But watching people exactly for that reason, like, do they put creepers in? Do they just make it like a creative mode where there's no 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 spiders and you hear that? You're like, oh. Where's that thing? And then you're like, oh, all these, all these noises. If you go out at night, are there just skeletons on your phone walking around? Spooky, scary skeletons?
2: Who knows? The only thing that seems, that sounds alluring is the fact that, so am I going to be able to, like, I could build onto my house, like, with, you know, put my phone, oh, that's my house there. Let me just fucking throw some, some blocks down. If we did this to our house, it would look like this.
1: Okay, that's nice. You know, you know you know, what else does that? Amazon. Well, not for the same exact yeah, thing, but right. like Amazon. You can just go to furniture and then say, see what it looks like in your house. And then It's not Minecraft, though. That's true. Especially with the yard that I have. I could build two more houses. There you go. Build a And then somebody plant. asked me, and be like, I have three houses. And they go, what do you mean? And I go, look at this. You guys think you can't see this. There it is. What's wrong with you? Honey? It's in my imagination. I'm just in my lawn, just randomly like making door opening motions. And our neighbors, Your neighbors, neighbors will be neighbors real just,
2: concerned.
1: Is he going senile? Hey, guys. Guys want some burgers, and I'm just like over a stove that doesn't actually exist. Fun times. Craziness. I'm killing fake pigs or killing real pigs that I thought were fake. Bacon doesn't pop up and start floating.
2: Listen. If you kill a real pig, we'll figure out how to make bacon out of it.
1: I'll go kill a real pig. Like, that, what do you mean, figure out how to kill a real pig? They're not immortal.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, like, figure out how to make bacon out of a real pig. Like, I don't know how to butcher a pig. Do you know how to butcher a pig?
1: I'm sure we could figure it out.
2: That's what the internet's for.
1: Yeah, you just need a knife.
2: Just watch some YouTube videos.
1: All I right, just, number four. I just don't want to kill it. Yeah, I mean, I will, but I don't want to unless I have to.
2: It probably makes terrible noises. Um Number four. Especially if
1: it's the old way of doing Speaking it. Speaking yeah.
2: of killing things. Epic Games Store is taking a move out of Steam's playbook oh. by holding a site-wide sale event. They're calling it the Epic Mega Sale. Huh, good name. And it has a decidedly Epic Games twist. The sale has your regular percentage off sales, but also a $10 off any game over fourteen ninety nine that Epic Games is covering. Uh, that means that Epic Games is eating the cost of the sale. As a customary, as is customary now with anything Epic Games does, it hasn't been smooth sailing. Uh, customers have noticed that some games have become unavailable after the sale launched. Uh, Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, and Oxygen Not Included have been temporarily removed from the storefront. An Epic Games rep said the following in an email to Kotaku. Quote, if a developer or publisher chooses not chooses to not participate in our sales, we will honor that decision. Paradox Interactive has chosen to not participate in the Epic Mega Sale, and the game has been temporarily removed from sale. If you purchased Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 during the period when the discount did apply at the time of checkout, Epic will honor that price. End quote.
1: Makes sense. It's fair.
2: Yeah. I'm annoyed by the name of that game. It's too long.
1: I'm annoyed by the name of the sale.
2: Epic Mega Sale,
1: on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, yeah. It's just too, too cheesy. Yeah, not even necessarily just cheesy. It's too. You you confuse people. If I was like, dude, there's this Epic Game Sale, and you're like, what's it on? The Epic Game Store, and the people would just be like, if they don't know already, you're like, there's a game sale on a game store. The fuck is it? Like, no, 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 no. Epic's the name of it. Like, it's not a descriptor. <laughs>
2: Uh, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the it interesting also part's to, the the ten dollar thing. Like,
1: it also applies to pre-orders Yeah, because I went and looked. I was like, I'm curious. Does this apply to Borderlands three? That's, that's the and it does.
2: The Epic Game twist is the you know using their money to
1: super leverage. Yeah. So now you can get Borderlands three pre order for forty nine ninety nine. It's just like
2: it's like the shistiness of it still like. They're not actually like they don't. They're not going to a publisher saying, "Hey, can we put your game on sale?" They're just like, "We're gonna put their game on sale to you guys, but we're gonna cover the additional cost." Yeah, like, like, watch this, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what,
1: uh, what a game, what a, what a situation.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: what that what puts, moves that puts uh, Shakedown Hawaii, Hawaii? Yeah, Hawaii to nine ninety
2: nine. you go ten bucks.
1: fitting that Nate Nate read number one so he gets number five, meaning that Ubisoft had a few things going on this week, and unfortunately, it wasn't all good. During an investor's call, Ubisoft announced a second delay of Skull & Bones, as well as saying that it won't be at E3 this year, and I'm sure Nate, me, is heartbroken. About the delay, Ubisoft said the following to GameSpot, quote, for new IPs, it is common to have evolutions of creative vision, and this requires more development time, quote. Matt, give me your thoughts.
2: So there was another, uh, I don't know, someone asked them about, an investor, I believe, asked them about the Skull and Bones TV show as well.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. They announced that TV show, and we all said, why?
2: Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, Ubisoft was like, oh, you know, they're developed separately. They have nothing to do with each other. I don't buy it.
1: Oh, no, I don't buy it either. There's no way. I think... Why'd you name them the same?
2: I think they're delaying the game is related to the show and that they're either, A, delaying it to the up in time frame or delaying it to change the game to match up with the TV show better.
1: Or to fix the TV show because it doesn't match up with the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of... That's my conspiracy theory. I've said since the beginning, don't give a shit about this game. Nothing they've shown has made me go, yes. And everything they've shown has made me go, I fucking hated Black Flag.
2: I'm obviously on the opposite side of the court. I think... um,
1: And then then Odyssey happened and I went, yeah, I fucking hated Black Flag.
2: (laughs) I'm hoping, like, I saw when Sea of Thieves came out, I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea, like... And that's why I'm kind of hoping Skull and Bones is, but more fleshed out.
1: Didn't they but, say you don't get off the ship
2: on Skull and Bones? Yeah,
1: I thought you yeah. were the ship.
2: You are essentially the ship, but I feel like that's probably what's changing. Is I think they're probably like either I could we I can agree with you. I could see how that
1: could not work. There's there's no so. way that would be entertaining. All right, so we're gonna call you Bodie McBoatface, and you're a boat. <laughs>
2: Bodie McBoatface
1: cool what do i do you sail around and you like visit these islands can i like go look at the island no No, you stay in the port and then you just like pull up a menu and that's your vendor and then you go back on the high seas like the ocean is a whole lot of fucking nothing technically what am i supposed to do out there other ships what the fuck does that mean can I like board them? No, you pass by, and sometimes you sail into them or shoot them. What?
2: See so what they need to do is take the skull and bones concept, and then take For Honor and smush them together.
1: We'll have a discussion, okay? Depending on how this ends, we'll have a discussion because I will also <laughs> hit my Ubisoft E3 prediction. I know, we're, Prediction light mode. We've
2: been skating really close to
1: all those predictions yeah. the past couple episodes. Pre- prediction light, L-I-T-E version. Division 2 did not meet Ubisoft's sales expectations specifically on the consoles. Ubisoft's CFO cited, quote, fierce competition in the market, end quote, as the reason. PC, on the other hand, saw a sales increase of 10 times the original on the O Play Store. I assume it's also Ooh and not I I don't know. Technically. See,
2: I don't even know if Ubisoft's correct. I've just heard it. Ubisoft that is correct by,
1: by them. them. Yeah. Because it's Eve Guimont. Yeah. <laughs> I love Eve. I wish I could talk to him. Because every time you see him anywhere, he's just like this happy guy. Like, I just fucking love games, man. Look what I'm doing. I just thumbs up, bro.
2: Yeah. I'm just
1: like, I, at the same time, I just want to walk by and just high five the hell out of him and be like, yeah, man, video games, woo! And then just keep going and never mm-hmm. say anything else to him. He has
2: the same vibe that, like,
1: all of the Nintendo people a Wada did. did. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, why am I blanking on uh, Miyamoto? Yep. Like, all those guys, you're just like, yeah, man, games, woo! High five, <laughs> and then just never say another word. Don't ask them about anything. Just get a sweet moment where you're like, yeah, I high fived a fucking CEO legend of a company. Boom! What up, dog? And then just Move on. Never say anything else. I'd be
2: satisfied with that interaction.
1: I think it was Lawrence said he was uh, at a urinal at E3 and Miyamoto was next to him. And he's just like, I can't say anything because it's just way too <laughs> awkward. But I got to piss next to Miyamoto. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, I'd be down for that. That would just be like a moment that I get to have. Good enough. Miyamoto has no idea who I am, but I get to have that moment of just like, yeah. Pissing. <laughs> <laughs> It's also funny, uh, speaking of The Division 2 not making it sales, that it didn't do as well as they thought on consoles. I'm really curious what the numbers sold were versus what their expectations actually were. And then when they said stiff competition in the market, if you're talking to investors, they must not be gamers that understand that Anthem fucking bombed.
2: I think... Um, well, that's the the rub, I feel like, is that I didn't see any numbers anywhere. Um, and I think it's one of those cases where their expectations were probably excessive, which we ran into talking about before. I can't remember what game it was, um, but there was a game that did extremely well, and right. then st- the company still was so like... That,
1: yeah, so it wasn't in their expectations. I was like... What? Yeah, we both what were we, like, I th- what the I think it was, fuck? Was it Capcom? I don't remember. It, I their number remember. was like over 2 million units, and I think they we thought they had projected like over 6 or something, or yeah. like over 4, and they thought it was over 6. I think it was Capcom. And... Yeah, they said, like, four versus six or something. We're like, what are you talking about? That game was never going over six.
2: I have the feeling that it did sell really well. It's just one of those situations where they were expecting...
1: Like, the numbers we told you, it didn't hit. Yeah. But, yeah. It's
2: it's hard for me to believe that it's... I mean, I guess there's been a lot of time between the original Division and Division 2 as far as PC development and stuff. But, like... If it sold ten times the amount on PC and still didn't hit sales expectations, like, but
1: did you did you read the caveat there? The UPlay thing or what? Increase of ten times the original on the UPlay yeah, store. UPlay store. Division Which, one was available on Steam. Division two is not.
2: Yeah, that's what that was. My first so, thing I noticed was like, or this is a play on words, kind of like you're saying that. I I'm curious to see the first game sold how many on steam how many on uplay the second game sold sold how many games on uplay versus epic so like it just everyone probably just moved from epic to uplay for purchases
1: right yeah so not not horribly uh surprising technically but good yeah speaking of the division the first raid was released I'm going to keep moving my mic. It took the first team of players five hours to beat it, and there's been a bit of backlash as there isn't matchmaking for the activity, even though it is and was implied that there would be. The developers were initially taking the Destiny approach, but have since said that they are working on adding matchmaking for the raid. And that is five hours uh, for a PC beat. Last we knew, it has still not been beat on console. Yeah. Suck it, console. Get good. Bunch of nerds. Mm-hmm. maybe race. maybe
2: it is way more developed like I don't know maybe the it fan base is more focused on
1: PC I, I I wouldn't be surprised about that really but it's also uh, we've seen it could be a weird balancing issue could like we've, we've seen that happen before where uh, like the PC version had something in it and then the console version had like just mm-hmm. something that was inherently wrong or the reverse where like console it's easy but like no on PC it's broken and we don't know why
2: that was the other thing that surprised me was that their response to not having matchmaking was almost word for word. What Bungie said about destiny, not having matchmaking for their raids. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, like why? Like, yeah, y- it just seemed like a, a really stupid oversight as far as like seeing what happened with destiny.
1: Right. And it, it was the same. It was the same pro I've, I mean, I've, talked about this already with other people but it's like you have it for everything else everything else in that game has a matchmaking ability why did you stop here oh well it's really difficult guess what the people that have done raids that do raids and everything else are used to difficult we're used to dealing with people we will if needed kick people If they not not that they're not good, but like if they're just looking for a carry and aren't doing anything, like they're sitting in a corner hoping, like
2: not to mention they have built-in chat system, right? Like it's it's just like
1: that's fifty percent of the battle. Right, the person doesn't have a mic, but you have a keyboard they're playing on PC. Yeah, like we can get this to work. It's not a there's not a lot of excuses for it not to be there. Whether or not even people use it, it should have still been there. Yeah,
2: and it's never that's that's exactly it. Like having matchmaking there is never going to affect negatively on you. What are they going to say? How dare you put matchmaking in here for this? That's too yeah. hard to do. Like, How
1: dare you allow me to try to do something that I don't have six other friends in order to accomplish this with? You fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> then they then they could look at their community and go, "Are you stupid?" They wouldn't because, you know, Ubisoft is all yeah. We love you all equally, even you, Timmy. <laughs> but like at the same time. And then last, we have Splinter Cell we thought we had finally gotten official confirmation that a new Splinter Cell is in the works, but Ubisoft is still trying to fool us. Ubisoft creative director Julian Garrity tweeted out an image with a coworker with a caption: "Working on the next Splinter Cell with Danny Haynow and Ram Kamor in Lyon. Can't wait for E3." End quote. You would think that would be a slam dunk as far as confirmation, but Ubisoft is trying to tell us that it was a joke. In response to PC Gamer and Ubisoft rep said, quote, Julian was obviously joking, as Julian likes to do. It looks like our creative directors are having fun right now, and we do not have any announcements to make at this time, end quote. Julian also went on to later tweet that his phone is blowing up, and he is being told to delete said tweet. Please don't retweet or screenshot it. And, of course, everybody did, and I think it's just a solid ploy. Yeah. It's a solid ploy, but let's be honest. If I can uh, go ahead and pull up the picture real quick that I have of that tweet. One second, because uh, this goes into what I want to talk about about Ubisoft real quick. Do 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 do. Find the conversation with Matt. Find the conversation with Matt. Okay, there it is. So he said yes, working on that with Leon. Can't wait for E three. Also said a crossover with the crew too, and only missing Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six game, but they're on their way then hashtagged Far Cry for honor the Division 2 Rainbow Six Siege and Ghost Recon. So, if we put on our, our uh, tinfoil hats here, let's get a little into the the Nate Weeds. Is the, this... Nate, the Nate Weeds, not the Nate's Weeds. There's a difference. I said it specifically. Is this what?
2: I, I was going to say, is this like, a precursor to an E3 prediction? This is
1: a slight precursor, because he fucking ruined it.
2: <laughs> That's fine.
1: So, I had said last week we're getting new Splinter Cell. Yes. I still, obviously, like, oh, it's a joke. Like, no, no, we're getting in. There's no way you don't drop a Splinter Cell. Uh, two, the Crew 2 would not have put that in their, their press conference, but whatever. I don't really have anything hot take there. Uh, Ghost Recon, we already had the hot take that that new one's coming. Rainbow Six game, I said, you have a chance to no longer see Siege and see a new Rainbow Six. Yes. I believe that is possible. Still. Okay. He hashtags Siege, but I believe there's a chance. They're dropping new content now. Uh there is a chance still, I think, that you see a new Rainbow Six, but a la like Smash Bros. Yeah. They give you a campaign this time and it's not just multiplayer, but they add in the entirety of the multiplayer they built inside of Siege.
2: I have a, I have another theory that relates to all the games as well.
1: Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going real okay. quick though. Uh also did you put the uh watchdog thing in here?
2: I did not because I didn't see it.
1: Uh so Watchdog three <laughs> Watchdog Three. Watchdogs three is apparently uh rumored to be showing its trailer at the C three. You asked me about Watch Dogs last week. I said no too early. Apparently, I'm fucking wrong. So we'll see. I still don't think that needs to happen, but we'll see.
2: Maybe they're taking the um, Bethesda approach and doing like, you know, showing you multiple games in development that are several years out.
1: Yeah. At the same time, like the more I think about it.
2: It kind of plays into my what my, my yeah. theory is as uh, well.
1: But that's that's a side thing. Uh, and then I also do really like the Four Honor mixed with Skull and Bones because I think they're going to sunset Four Honor, and I think that's a great way to keep that community alive is to add it to Skull and Bones. I really like that idea from you. Mm-hmm. Good job. I applaud you. Thank you. Uh, and then Far Cry Division Two, Ghost Recon. Yeah, that's it. Um, we'll see more division stuff and stuff like that. But that's not. That's I'm just gonna no spicy takes.
2: I'm gonna say it here because I'll probably forget in time for E3. That's
1: all right. You at least know what episode roughly you need to come back to. No, you won't.
2: Um, I don't know if you remember, but a couple years ago, Ubisoft. Uh, what's his face there? Eve. Uh, yep. And they were talking about how they see like cloud services and whatnot right, as the yeah. future. We have talked about it a few times. Yeah. Yep. And like they said, you know. They, I don't know. I don't think he said it in an interview or anything like that. I think he said it later on in, like, an investor thing. He said it investor post, thing.
1: post E3. Or, no, pre-E3. Yeah. It was pre-E3 last year when everybody was... Or last year, two years ago, when uh, Game Pass was starting to get his
2: Yeah. Big and his thing was, like, you know, I think there will be a time where all of our games are going to be able to be played with each other. And they're all going to be, like, you'll be able to access, like, you know... Ghost Recon from...
1: You're making a bold claim if I think what you're making.
2: I think there's going to be some sort of integration or they have a service or something on the way to where they're trying to get all these games to interact with each other in some fashion. That's the that's Like, they all exist
1: in the same universe is what you're saying?
2: Yes, but more than that. Like, because I think we can... Like
1: Ubisoft Game Pass?
2: That or the possibility that you get some... Something... Kind of innovative.
1: Hmm. I think I could agree with you. If if it was, we'll see. Yeah,
2: what we'll to flesh I, it out more?
1: I have, I have, I have my own. Uh, to quote Tim Getty's Gatorade Get hype moments for Ubisoft's E3 press conference in my head, uh. Couple of them are interesting. Oh, they're interesting. All right. Okay. One of them might already be true, so I have to make sure that's not actually a hype moment. But uh, yeah, they're they're up there. I think I'm gonna re up my Splinter Cell name, whatever I named it last time. I don't remember. i don't We'll either. have to look it retribution? up. Retribution. That might have been what it was. I don't know. It was like blacklist, conviction. I think I, think I went retribution. <laughs> anyway. <sighs>
2: We should actually do a thorough, like, pre-E3 podcast and get together and, like, sit down and, like, hash out our E3 predictions. Instead we should of,
1: air our grievances? Well, like, you know. Should we have
2: Festivus in June? <laughs> either, like, do do something. Anyways. We'll no, just, no,
1: I agree. We can definitely do that. Um, I can talk all day. So, yeah, we're good. Number six. Siete. That's seven. We've talked about. I'm a fucking idiot. I shouldn't do Spanish. That was seven. Careful, don't. don't. That,
2: yeah, this mic almost got showered and sub.
1: I think it cost twenty bucks.
2: <laughs> We've talked about World of Warcraft <laughs> Classic a few times, no. So I suppose it's fitting that we should let you know when it's actually releasing, which Todd, is August twenty seventh. If you're listening, Todd, Todd, he already knows about it. Todd, it was August twenty. He's probably signed up for the beta.
1: Uh, I think they we we weren't sure, but we are pretty sure they limited it to people with active subscriptions, which we do not have.
2: Yeah, uh, there's a beta program already running. It started May fifteenth. Yep. Uh, so you may already have access to it. Invites for the beta will be increasing through to July, presumably for stress testing. I saw there was also a new cinematic. I don't know if you want. I to did speak see the new that. cinematic.
1: I love their cinematics. I we also all called this and I am also not happy.
2: Okay. I will look forward to getting the briefing on that after the podcast. Uh, or you can talk about it now if it, if you No, no, I'll talk about the classic. To... I'll
1: talk about classic first and then I'll, I'll I'll talk about classic then I'll touch back on the cinematic.
2: Dad, did you guys hash out your uh plans yet?
1: Uh, Is he still I listen, flip-flopping. I, I love him. Great guy. Best man in his wedding. He can't make a decision if I told him to run out of the house because it was on fire, and then he had a different decision he had to make, he'd probably fucking burn to death. <laughs> but. I think we're getting somewhere. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I don't think any decisions have actually formally been made. Uh, I mean, is it, is it? But now he has a date by the time he needs to make a decision. So that helps. Okay. It's no definitely
2: a I'm assuming. You guys aren't no. questioning that. No. Going. He might question. Go an alliance. So it's really up and it's all up in the air.
1: I am going with his. I I am deferring to him because he is the one that's done all this level testing to figure out where his optimal paths are and stuff like that. So he'll know what faction we should be to do. Yeah, but
2: what they have. I'm assuming someone's got there's a mod for that already. I'm assuming. Right for optimum from pathing
1: there's going to be some mods but i don't think it's like stuff like it's fully fleshed out yeah and even then it's still a uh like racials playing a part and classes playing a part because certain classes are locked to certain factions and you know stuff like that so it's, yeah it's gonna be uh interesting I'm deferring to him completely. I want to play Horde because I fucking hate the Alliance. That's just who I am. I should have a Horde tattoo straight on my forehead, and then just walk around and people go, "What's that?" And I just scream Gar, and then I walk away. Blood and thunder, thug, zug zug, whatever. Just some orc line and then just like yeah. give them double middle fingers and just keep walking. But
2: I'm actually I'm kind of looking forward to it because I think I'm going to hop in and play for a month and then oh
1: shit. Just oh the, shit, boys! This is like see, this is a, this is not. I did not see Wo- this coming.
2: Wow, classic is like the original. Wow, vanilla is like what I'm familiar with, and which why I dislike it. it so
1: much. Yeah, which is what you're about to do. If you
2: which that. that's why I think I think I'll play for like a month. You know, do a month subscription, play, and be like, oh yeah, this is why I don't like this, and then stop again for uh, nostalgia more than anything else.
1: Also, they released a 15th anniversary Wow like box edition yeah, again collector's for yeah. classic you're saying i don't know if it's for classic it's just i think it's a collector's edition box for the 15th year or whatever but it has a ragnaros statue in it that looks yeah pretty that's, awesome. that's that's it's a, the it's a hundred dollars for the class i can't find it when it's in stock
2: that's the that's the wild WoW classic collector's edition yeah
1: and i can't ever find it when it's in stock i just want the statue do I'll you, you want one yeah okay is there one at Target? In the back I don't room? know. I'm
2: just I'm just saying okay. I'm saying there's like, one in the
1: back room. I'm fucking. I'll drive down in the morning.
2: No, I mean, if there are was, you, I are would you just, lying to me? <laughs> I just I didn't even realize that it was on sale already. I thought it was going did, on I, sale later.
1: Uh, no, pre I think it's delivering later, but oh, pre pre-order orders going up. Uh, dude, the some of the WoW statues that are nuts. Uh, the Sylvanas one. Illidan's. But those ones are the $300 ones. Yeah. Those are the ones that are like ceramically, beautifully done that I would love to own, but I have other things that $300 can go into first. Mm-hmm. Paint house things. Yeah. Responsibilities. But a 100 bucks, It's manageable. I can start there. That's fine with me. And then I can eventually, when I no longer have anything else to buy in the Blizzard store because I have all their merch, I can buy the giant, uh, expensive-as-fuck statues.
2: You saw that um, CD Projekt Red opened a merchandise store, right?
1: No, I kind of wish you didn't tell me that either.
2: I, you know what? I Last week, I was I put it in the, in the podcast uh, news. Oh, did you? And then I deleted it because I was like, oh, you know, no one's going to care about this. Like, it's
1: funny because uh, in, in terms of like my nerddom lately, after we talked about the... Art that I showed you, yeah. I was like, "Damn, I would love." I have a lot of empty walls currently. Yeah, that would be great.
2: Uh, We have a mat cutter, so we could right, exactly, right. Cut some mats and make them look real nice and fancy. Yeah, it'd
1: be all real pristine, pristine actual wood frames. Ooh, nice touch. Mm. Like it, Mm, sexy, exactly. And uh, let's be honest, it gets a little bit of pinky out class going around this house. You have you're drinking a soda can, pinky out. Look where you are. This is a beautiful home now. That being said, (laughs) you also see what's behind me of mostly just Funkos. Yeah. I should bring over my... couple of amiibos.
2: Darth Malgus statue from my collector's edition.
1: Why? Because I have your fucking Obi-Wan and Grievous still in the studio out there. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot those are out there. Yeah, but those are out there, not in here.
2: That's true. Mostly because they're they're also yours. (laughs) I forgot they existed.
1: Yeah, they're out there with your original Nuka-Cola bottle. I... The empty one. Oh, okay. It's out there.
2: I was gonna bring the full one over because I don't know what to do with it, and I know you have your like. Oh yeah. S- shelves. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: and then like I have that entire section that I debated actually putting an L bookshelf situation in, and then just collectableing it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is all yeah house talk that nobody gives a shit about. Yes. But what I was saying was after the art stuff, and I I've been seeing all these statues lately, or and I'm like, damn, these things all look really cool. The black. uh Da, 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 da. Ghost Recon's Black... What the fuck is this new one called? Not Breakout? Breakpoint? Breakout. Break, well, for break, some reason I want to say Blackguard but breakpoint? I think that's something else. I think it's Breakpoint. Breakpoint. I think... What is Blackguard? Elder Scrolls? No, yeah. it's something else. Anyway, different game. That's not the point. <laughs> uh, oh, that's the phone game I've been playing. Uh <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my mind. So, I've been seeing some of the statues, but like that one, the Ragnaros one, there's uh, pre order BlizzCon ones that are, aren't like high quality ones, but they're like 40 bucks. And it's a human from the Alliance and an orc warrior. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, those are pretty cool. And then it's the Warcraft ones. You get some other just nerdy ones of like Batman and stuff like that. I'm like, I would love to basically have a Think Geek setup where that section is just like glass cabinet Sweet collectibles, not actual cabinets. I don't want doors on it, but yeah. you know, just sweet looking collectible stuff. Like, I'm a fucking nerd, man. What do you want? No, well if, you, if wanna... you do it tastefully, it, I think it's well, exactly. good Well, exactly. Don't do it tackly tackily. Tackly? Tackly. Uh now to quickly discuss the cinematic. I want them to make a movie in cinematics. Like I'm really surprised they haven't. I know it kills me. I think they're gonna do it with, I think they're gonna do it with Overwatch, but not wow, for some reason. Uh when they did the Warcraft movie, I liked it if you know the world it makes sense, but I also can understand where that was looked at from a lot of people that don't know the world and it just doesn't make any sense at all.
2: So that recently came up again and some other stuff I was looking into. Um so you know how I don't I don't know if you saw the hubbub on Netflix about the I can't remember what movie it was, but like it was the wandering something. There's a movie that was put on Netflix that had no fanfare whatsoever, and it's the second largest grossing movie of the year so far.
1: Oh, okay. And it's a
2: Chinese film that did crazy numbers in China and overseas and stuff like that. And the only thing that's beat it so far is Endgame, obviously. Right. Nothing we've ever heard of because it apparently the movie so god awful by American standards that like no one you, would ever watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which. Apparently, that's, like, a whole phenomenon. Like, the Warcraft movie, for example. It killed in China. Yeah. Didn't do well in the U.S., obviously. Like, it's... But overseas, China specifically, it murdered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They loved it. Which is funny to me. Like, I'm surprised that they... Well,
1: one, bigger nerd culture. And two, evidence by your first example why you brought this up, I think. mm Mm-hmm they have a lower level of what they look at as yeah. critically good films.
2: Yeah. They're more about like the blockbuster hits.
1: Yeah. That's which what is, Fast, Fast and Furious kills over there.
2: Yeah. Kills. Transformers
1: killed over there.
2: I think the upside for us is I think a lot of movies that we wouldn't normally get to see, like, for example, if they did a cinematic wow movie, that prior to the China market existing, no chance of that ever happening. Right. But now, I think, with that market, like we might actually see something
1: like that. What kills me is like this cinematic is so good, it looks so good. all their cinematic Blizzard has probably the best cinematic department, bar yeah. none of oh yeah, like it could rival Pixar
2: they are it's f- amazing what the, what it looks like like in
1: when Kenny and I were talking about this last night, we were thinking like, just give me those cinematic graphics and make that your movie and then i'll pay you 15 dollars for a ticket equivalent thereof or whatever and just release it on the battle net launcher put it right on there don't put it don't even bother with the fucking theater you're fan servicing this entire thing you're not here to putting a warcraft movie in theaters is not going to bring people to play world of warcraft that's not how that works put it out there on the launcher if you have a Active Wow subscription, you can watch it that way. Otherwise, it's $15 straight up for a one time purchase, and you get to watch the movie and you have it on the launcher. Deal. You could tell so many stories that way. Actually, like fleshing out the entire Lich King storyline in a movie, fleshing out every. all these things just in like beautiful, two, two and a half hour long animated cinematic fucking. Like, when I. I think about it, I'm just like, oh my god, this is this is just money. Money. Easy money. And maybe not easy money, but you know what I mean? Like it is an idea that doesn't lose money. Yeah. Yeah. But what I am pissed about the cinematic is because it's what people called when BFA went into horrible just shit show mode. When oh the story's trash and all this other stuff, and we're like, oh well, I wonder how they're gonna save it. Oh yeah, Thrall. They're gonna try to just bring him back. Because he's still Jesus, essentially. And they'll try to bring him back, and we'll have this whole, yeah, Thrall's back. Woo, yay, let's go. And that's, I'm like, no, go, please don't try to do the writing this way. No. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see what BlizzCon has, because now it's getting even more interesting. Anyway, let's move on. Number seven, Valve's Steam Link app is finally available on iOS. The app has been available on Android services for about a year now, but Apple rejected it for, quote, business conflicts, end quote. Although we can't be positive, it looks like there's two factors for why it is now available on iOS. The first reason being that Valve has removed the ability to purchase games from inside the Steam Link app. And that definitely seems like some nitpicky thing Apple would throw a tantrum over. The other factor that may have played a role is the ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court that Apple must face an antitrust lawsuit centered around their App Store. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Basically saw it coming, but it's just a matter of how long I thought.
2: Faux shizzle. Number eight. Speaking of mobile app stores, you may have noticed the new Pokemon game quietly sneak onto your app store if you use the Google Play Store. From Australia. From Australia. Pokemon Rumble Rush had a rather silent release this week, first being noticed on the Australian Google Play Store. The game was announced back in 2017, but then went MIA before apparently getting a name change and then showing up here. According to the original announcement, it should be available on iOS devices soon, There's actually another Pokemon mobile game set to release this year as well. Uh, DNA, the makers of Super Mario Run and the upcoming Mario Kart Tour, have their own Pokemon game still on the way. Lots of Pokemon stuff lately. More games. Kids got any of them Pokemans? Does it it show up on your Google Play store? No. I'm going to check mine just out of curiosity's sake.
1: I also didn't just check mine, so... It did not show up when I went looking for it the other day. Uh, but, hey, you know, it's what it is. It's Australia.
2: Australia,
1: yeah, it's not showing up. On it's Australia, that. mate. Number nine. Nintendo held a Super Mario Maker 2 Direct this week. Nintendo gave their release date as June 28th, but the game will make an appearance at E3 for an invitational-style tournament. There was a whole slew of features shown off, including co-op, new tools, and a story mode. Interesting. Faux shizzle. Definitely thought they would have had that one out before E3, but...
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: Um, it also supports video capture and stuff now, too, so...
2: Yeah, there was a whole list of features, but... Yeah.
1: It's, uh... I I don't plan on getting it, Mm -hmm. but I do love watching what people create... And I'm just like, I that's insane. Yeah, Nope, absolutely insane.
2: It's definitely one of the games that I respect for... uh, It's just, like, it's not something I I could play, but, like... Yeah, because it's it's, it's also
1: one of those games where it's easy to look at it and just go, fuck it, you make it. Like, I've shown the picture before.
2: I don't have that passion. You go for it, bro.
1: Yeah. And Nintendo's just like, just take our assets and you guys make your own levels. Like, we don't want to do anything anymore. New Mario? No, no, no. We're just going to do 3D. You guys can screw around with the retro stuff.
2: All right, final news story. This is a fun one to get you all heat, heated up, pissed off, or like just irritated. Not really that bad. I'm just curious how annoyed it makes you. Uh, you may remember that there's a Batman I, movie in the works. I might surprise you. From director Matt Reeves. Well, it looks like Robert Pattinson may be the new Batman. According to some publications, he's top choice at the moment.
1: Thoughts? Initial thought was, shit, they're going to fuck this up. Upon further reflection was, they might screw this up? And I thought about it. Why, you know, what What do I want out of my Batmans? Versus what I want out of, like, other characters, you know, or other people in certain roles and stuff like that. I don't know I'm hoping Pattinson's grown up. you know what I mean like that he's he like personality wise like has evolved out of Twilight has evolved out of this
2: I can tell you assuredly he is a very very good actor that hes that's not what I meant he does all of the movies he do, he does now are independent films that are like very character heavy and like he literally range. Yeah. He has crazy range. Okay.
1: Which is good because I, if it obviously twilights its own problem, but Mm -hmm. if it was like whiny bitch mode, twilight him, I'm out. I'm done. I need slightly rugged, not, not like slightly rugged, like dashing, but like tight together. Mm -hmm. He's this, he is a stern businessman and also just a fucking psychopath. Dude, Batman's technically a psychopath. He's just on the correct side of psychopathy.
2: So, the other part of this that I found interesting.
1: I also is... don't know how he would do the voice. I want to be real clear. I can't picture Robert Pattinson yeah. doing the Rachel. Well, where is she? Which way are the drugs going?
2: The Batman that you're. that th- This is supposed to be a detective Batman. Yeah, which is. Also scaring me. I see I thought you would like that more.
1: No. No? No, because potentially Detective Batman means what they're gonna what it's Detective Batman to me is also what I'm scared about for Walking Phoenix's Joker. Where it's all just gonna be this slow, melodramatic, uh like no action we're just going to be a lot of story and like our action out of a two hour runtime, we will have 10 minutes of action maybe, but it's going to be a lot of like, look at this character and look at what Batman goes through in an in an emotional state when he's not just tracking down these criminals, but he's seeing the, he's having the personal touches of trying to deal with the commissioner and have these moments of, and I'm just like, Oh God, no. Like that just scares me so much.
2: Oh yeah. I don't know. See, I'm assuming that's it's gonna be not what exactly what you're saying, but it's going to be, I think, a slower
1: Like don't get me wrong, is the Dark
2: noir film
1: Is the Dark Knight super memey and funny? Of course it is. It's great.
2: But See I think what might make it interesting if, if if he's just if he's just fucking
1: crazy. Right, but that's also there's there's precedent for that, but that they would not do. They can't do that in just a Batman movie. That there's a side there's side stories where Bat just goes insane. Uh, but you see it like remember the was it the bank scene or whatever when he shows up and he's like don't have your men contaminate the scene, and then he like cuts out the bullet hole and then just leaves. It's like that's basically what I'm picturing because the only other way that that works in a movie by Batman standards is he shows up first, completely surveys the scene and then is gone and usually calls it in yeah like he doesn't usually show up with the cops so even then you're like see
2: I'm thinking detective playing, Batman like like Christopher Nolan did where the bat where he was not so much fighting people but when he was going around trying to figure out what they were doing with the fucking drugs in the water and stuff like that like yeah and even, following the bears and all that crap
1: yeah, and even then it's like it's still. You can still do it, but to do you'll scare so many people if you're doing a Batman movie. And one, there's not a villain like a notable villain, and then two, there's not actually an action sequences when they have to deal with each other. Like if it's the Riddler, is the only way that they get away with it. Where like Batman has to do puzzles. What comes out of the barrel of a gun? Injustice! No, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's just yeah. what I picture. It ended up turning into is him trying to get him to say things, and him just being like a small boy's Sunday trousers. And you're like, oh my god, did you say helicopter? Oh, I'd already tried helicopter, and it's all just Pete, Pete, fucking Holmes, college Batman, bad or college humor's bad, bad, bad man. Like, that's all it is. Uh, Scares the hell out of me to do an actual... To do a focused detective one. Now, could you say that you take, like, Dark Knight Rises and put more detective stuff in it than just this popcorny watch big man fight smart man? Mm-hmm. Of course. You definitely do that. You can put more stuff in. But to say that you're going to do a detective movie what if it's is like, a really, like, weird call. or weird What if choice. it's like
2: the video games?
1: I don't understand how that works son. That doesn't make sense. So. Yeah, we're not going to. I'm not going to get into this. I'll get into okay. this after this with you. But I had a conversation discussing how you could do Batman video game into a movie. But it's a really hard. It's a hard sell. It's possible, but it's a really hard yeah, they're sell. They're
2: more detective focused. Like, not more detective. They're.
1: They get less detective as it goes. Yeah.
2: The first one, though, is uh, like...
1: Asylum is detective. Cities went noticeably less detective. And then Night and everything are just like, what's the fuck a fucking detective? You have a tank. Boom, boom.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: So we'll talk about it after. Uh, I do have one question for us. Okay. Uh, from our listener question section. And that would be... Uh, this is from Not Frank, by the way. This is a follow-up to one we've had before. And it's to be specific... What do you think of Mountain Dew Amp Game Fuel? Not only taste, but does it help gaming? Jazz hands.
2: I I don't think I've ever had it.
1: Now, there's numerous iterations of Game Fuel. There's numerous iterations of Amp Game Fuel as well. Yeah. So Game Fuel, originally, for my knowledge of it, was, I think, Halo 3.
2: Um that was when it was orange,
1: right? Yes. And then they released the World of Warcraft ones where it was orange and a blue one for a Horde and Alliance. Now, Game Fuel was good, the Halo one. Drank many of it during Halo Nights because what else do you do except go get a 12-pack of Game Fuel when you're yeah. playing Halo with your buddies.
2: Exactly. Then well, I played the Pepsi
1: and Mountain Dew, but a game fuel specifically and then when i did wow same thing
2: hey i gotta i gotta play on that question
1: i will finish it in a second okay does it help gaming no 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 i no that's, it's just soda it's just soda
2: <laughs> that's where i'm going with this have you ever had an instance where a substance has helped you game that you can recall i have two specific instances
1: are we talking uh could be any and substance, edible or drinkable substance. Or are Could you be talking anything. like,
2: I know. I'll give you my example. I've never
1: used like the gamer grip stuff, but that's what I was. That's immediately yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know. Something... I was thinking
2: of something you consume, but okay.
1: That's that's why I was actually like consume or. Uh, so go ahead. High or
2: when I was in the <laughs> the second one, I won't actually. I'll do them in chronological order. We used to do Halo nights where we do eight v eight capture a flag.
1: And every every weekend, every Friday night. Um, we See, did. I never had that many people. We just all four people played on one screen. Four-person split screen. It, was, and it went, was, into, and went into big team battle and just started playing. It
2: was an event. It was an event. People would bring TVs. There was a whole oh, thing. Man. We did it at uh, – it was my friend's house in Sylvan Beach. And um, it was a very big house, very nice. They had two living rooms. We strung Ethernet cables. I have,
1: I have gone to one of these houses. Not a silver beach, but uh, same situation. Mm-hmm. We had probably 16 people in that house, everybody on TV. Oh, so yeah, good, it was good great. time. I We'd, finished third, I think, in that night.
2: So it was uh, long story short, I went one evening and I had, I had smoked with one of my friends, smoked some weed, went high, obviously. And I, I get what it all means. <laughs> I had, I'm just saying, I'll paint a picture. Yet. All right, all right. And um, it, I have a tendency, I still do now, when I play multiplayer games where I get too... Too jumpy. Too jumpy. And it had the effect to where it calmed me down. And it was probably the best night I ever played. I was just straight fucking smoking people. (laughs) Ha ha. And so there was that one. (laughs) It's
1: a smoke joke.
2: And then later on, uh, probably, uh, well, I don't know, whenever Gears of War came out, we did this thing called... It depends uh, on which one. uh, First one. Well, actually, was, we did it for all of them, probably. But um, we did this thing called Beers and Gears, where we'd play
1: Gears, of warm, and drink beer, obviously. I like it. <laughs> Very- I, like, I like the – that's a solid, well done to younger you. Oh,
2: yeah. Hell, yeah. We'd be like, yo, text message, Beers and Gears? Yes. So we'd go to my friend's basement. We'd pounce. We'd drink. We'd play some games. And there's always the, the curve. Yeah, you know, there's you an get up and then an immediate down. Where, where, like, you're drinking. You're doing good. You're getting better. You're getting better. And then you hit a point, and you just crash.
1: And that's, you know, that's Beers and Gears. (laughs) And most alcohol-related events. Yeah. Uh, Better? I don't think there's anything I've ever consumed that's made me better. Alcohol has definitely made me worse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Warface was a fucking problem and a half, but we were also doing shots for penalties. That was a horrible decision. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Made me Better? I don't think so. I don't think if there was like a like a, I'm going to go to this place and I'm going to try to perform, I need to go get this first. Yeah. I don't think there's ever one of those situations. Um the one thing I would be very curious to try in terms of like making gaming better is gamer grip, even though like the the name is horribly awful, but something to drive... because I do get uh sweaty hands when I'm playing like a uh, controller. Yeah. Especially if it's a high intensity situation, mm-hmm. I'm just like Moist hands. I'm like, ah, damn.
2: I will say in in that same regard, I don't know if you remember, but the when the... I think it it might have been the 360, they had fan controllers. Yeah, the, controllers the air, the fans the air floor before. controllers. Yeah. And I had one. And it fucking worked amazing. Like, I had a fan in the back and it blew air into the, like, serrated at right. side, in the yep. grips. And, like, I have really sweaty hands as well. And it worked flawlessly.
1: Yeah. it's I, I didn't have one of those, but it's funny because I only get it in like certain games and certain situations with controllers. I, I have... Certain materials do it for me as well. Right. I <laughs> I have also noticed myself like sweating during FIFA, which sounds really just like sad. Even when you think about it, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I'm playing a fucking video game, but at the same time, it's because... Max, I just didn't realize he was there and I feel hair on my legs. Uh, yeah, I know, dude. Anyway, uh playing that and it gives like a really high intensity moments where I'm going back and forth trying to score goals. or Like I'm playing against Kenny, which is always difficult. And it's just like, ah, and we're just jawing at each other the entire time. And then somebody, you know, scores and it's just like the last second. You're like, you son of a bitch. Or I'm just standing up and screaming, ah, and, you know, it's hype, get hype moments. Oh,
2: yeah. It's the stress sweat. Yeah. Because I I get it when I play certain games mostly competitive games obviously but yeah like, i get it only when my, i
1: only get it when i play competitive
2: i'll the, my whole body will be frigid cold but my hands will be just like pure liquid and like my armpits sweat really bad i don't know and i don't know why i don't think anything's like a, ever a stress sweat thing
1: yeah i don't think anything's ever affected my gaming but i i can definitely say that uh like sour patch kids help everything that's just like a uh, it's just a fact. Yeah. And there have been times when I've been raiding and I'm like I just got to go get like a I just need a little bit more sugar, need a little sugar rush. Yeah. When I, I was uh grab me some sour patch kids and be raid healing and I'm like, "Ooh, I can see the numbers in the matrix."
2: My go-to when I was uh my later years in high school was Sweethearts and Dr Pepper.
1: So, Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. I usually did uh Sour Patch and adieu. do the do. Anyway, we are super long. So, from uh, us to you and yours, see ya in seven days. Bye bye.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?